2: podcast on the 4 radio network it's now time to catch them all with your host i'm kyle also known as deadpool ranger and i'm
1: joined by lee also known as pirate monkey
2: also known as professor spruce
1: <laughs> i love how that stuck
2: i know like I, I was just like a joke that we had one time and uh it just you you still have it on your twitter handle which i think is amazing
1: yeah because it's just great it's like i'm spruce also known as pokemon professor first what things happens- first
2: <laughs> what happens when we do finally get a professor spruce
1: uh, that's when we start the class action lawsuit I mean no 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 I'll, <laughs> I will humbly bow down and change my name mm. or I'll well, just I'll cosplay keep...
2: him there you go
1: or her yeah yes. trust
2: me I, I want to sue everybody that ever dresses up as a Deadpool Power Ranger at conventions <laughs> so I get it I did it first exactly <laughs> I have the Twitter handle. It's mine. <laughs> well, technically, I'm Deadpool underscore Ranger because Deadpool Ranger was actually taken by someone that doesn't use Twitter anymore. So,
1: that's totally yeah. what happened with my with my uh with my current handle. It's uh I had to go by you know Lee Roberts for like the longest time because Pirate Monkey was taken like the exact spelling was taken by some weird scene teenager from mm. who wherever. And then just out of nowhere, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should try changing my handle again. And it worked. And I'm just like, yes. And all the angels came singing down from above. Nice.
2: Well, before we get too ahead of ourselves, to listen to the show, you can find us anywhere you listen to the podcast, like maybe Zoom Marketplace. I doubt that. Or Double Twist, whatever that is. So. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Now, yes, Doug is not here because we are recording this on a different night because right now, as of this recording, Doug is recording an episode of Walloping Web Snappers, which if you haven't listened to, go check out if you are a huge fan of Spider-Man because it's awesome. Yeah, so there you go, Doug. I gave you a shout out.
1: There you go. Crossover episode next. Yes.
2: Hi, Doug. (laughs) We will also be joined a little bit later on with uh, our good friend Luke, who you may notice from if you follow us on Twitter, because he live tweets everything whenever he listens to us, which, by the way, is the greatest thing ever. Having someone live tweet you. It also
1: keeps you it keeps you kind of honest, too, because next thing you know, it's like, wait, did I really say that during the recording? Yeah. (laughs) he
2: freaked me out the other day when we did an Ash Bash episode uh, of Pikachu's Goodbye. And he goes, wow, this episode has a lot of swearing in it. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait. what? No, no, no. I didn't swear. I didn't swear. And it took me a second and actually took Doug uh, to tell me that it's because there's so many Pikachus in here. And anytime we swear, we have a little uh, inserts of sound going Pika. (laughs) <laughs> we over because I feel like you know just the regular beep is just too annoying um, so yeah
1: and then it's it it fits perfectly with the with the setup and the theme of the podcast so it, it works <laughs> out and it's always a
2: happy Pikachu sound so it's <laughs> like when you're angry and then all you hear is Pika and it's just <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously with there's a lot that's been going on in the world uh it's kind of crazy right now like it's hard to believe it's actually going on honestly um so first off i just want to ask how are you doing with all this that's been going on uh,
1: well uh for the most part since um i normally don't go much anywhere outside of home and mm-hmm. work so it really hasn't changed all that much except for you know i'm just i can't go to my local comic book mm-hmm. store can't go to church can't uh you know, I I have a little bit more than the usual fare of anxiety whenever I go to Walmart mm. or Food Lion. And I'm just, it, it's, it, it's definitely not a black and white sort of thing. It's like, I'm, I'm like, it's fine. Mm. And then it's not. And that's probably the best way that I can really describe it
2: okay yeah no
1: but you know it it works out you know family's still here you know kids are you know they're being themselves they're really not uh being overly rambunctious or anything so that's I'm, good i'm blessed with that
2: i understand what you're going through i mean like the whole uh nothing much has changed i mean i'm considered the central employee so I'm still working a lot. Um, I'm still doing my plasma donations because that's considered essential because you know people need medicine and stuff.
1: Oh, especially now.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and I've actually noticed like not nearly as many people are now donating, which you think there'd be more people donating because you get paid for that. So right, but people are just staying away from the place. And I'm like, okay, well, on the bright side, I don't have to wait in like a two-hour line. But now I'm just. Like, I'm on the downside, about
1: who, you're, yeah. you know, you're one person and, you know, maybe, you know, one or two others, as opposed to the, you know, numerous other donors beforehand.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah. So and like you, my comic book store, uh, it's open, but they're only doing curbside pickup. Yeah. So which I'm grateful for that they're staying open. Um, and they had mentioned that what they're doing is uh, just uh, call up and then just say you want a gift card. Because obviously complex books have been halted right now by right. Uh, Diamond Publishing. Or not publishing, but just Diamond uh, Direct or whatever. And so nobody knows how comic books are going to be distributed afterwards. Like if they're just going to come all at once or if they're just going to be slowly seeded in through the weeks.
1: Yeah. So,
2: which... Um, which is a great way, like, to support your local comic book store. Go and buy gift cards, like, say, twenty bucks a week, or however much you would normally spend on comics, and then uh, this way, they're still getting the money that they need for right now. And then when times get better and whatnot, you'll be able to afford everything
1: instantly. Then it's like Christmas in May or June or July whenever things start slowly getting back to normal and so you're pretty much you're paying yourself forward mm-hmm. by purchasing these gift cards because then you know you're pretty it's like thank you for sticking with us through this mm-hmm.
2: yeah but so and then, you know like if you want to buy like pokemon cards or Oh cards or magic cards like they're uh, they're still doing that. You just have to just call, and they put up a little poster in the window saying "Call this number, and uh, we'll pick up." And I think that's really cool that they're still doing that.
1: Oh yeah, it's, and so definitely, especially because a lot of these comic book shops are just they're you know your local mom and pop, not mm-hmm. you know, not non corporate, locally owned comic book shops. So they definitely need our support now in times like this so that they can keep going because they're, I mean, especially where I'm at in, uh, in Salisbury, there are a lot mm. of places locally that are really small and they're shutting down for good because of this. So yeah, same here. It's definitely good to support local mm-hmm. so that that way, you know, that's, it's sort of a sign of solidarity.
2: Yeah. Although I feel bad. I had Chuck A today for dinner. so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously, I'm still supporting the workers that are there. So. Right. Because um, I mean, those are local workers. So, yeah, um, I like my favorite pretzel place. They were already doing really bad. Uh, that's at the mall. Like they were, they were. Was already rumors that they're going to be shutting down soon. And now with this, I'm like, it, it it's going to shut down, guaranteed. Like they're probably not going to reopen. Um, I've heard other stories of other comic book stores uh, shutting down which really really does suck because if you know me I'm a huge comic book fan I love comics and I don't want to see comic book stores go down I want to see them thrive right so and then a lot of people are like oh I'll just buy digitally and I'm like no I refuse to buy digitally one I I love that feel feel of complex in my hand and two like you got to Uh, you're taking away money from your local comic
1: book store exactly i mean there's i think when it comes to this stanley said it best is that you know there's nothing compares to just the feeling and the texture of a good comic book page in your hand Mm -hmm. i mean yeah they take up space but you know it's just that the ability to be able to go back and reopen it and read it again and again And even if you happen to, you know, run out of space, if you need to get rid of them, you can either, of course, you know, you can resell them. You could donate Mm -hmm. them to your local shelter for other people. You know, you could pass it forward. There are so -hmm. many ways that you can, you know, continue to give to the life of these comic books. And
2: yeah, there's a uh, donation or there's a charity organization out in Arizona that I support. Uh, Basically, you send them your used comic books and then they give them to kids in hospitals that you know just can't go get comic books and they dress up as superheroes and they give the comic books to the kids dressed as superheroes like they got a guy that looks almost exactly like Tony Stark it's amazing oh my god yeah it's uh called comic cares or comic care one word c-o-m-i-c-a-r-e oh uh yeah yeah great organization
1: so, yeah, that sounds really good, and so I mean see so you can't i mean, I understand digital convenient you know doesn't take up space, but right if the site shuts down or something happens like something catastrophic happens, it's gone
2: mm-hmm
1: so I mean there yeah, and yeah. in this case, you know physical pay it forward still good, so mm-hmm
2: wholeheartedly agree now Pokemon Go has been doing some really great things with uh keeping people to stay at home which by the way stay at home please yes don't do what I did and go to Chick-fil-a just stay home (laughs) yeah trust me don't do what I do so um Pokemon Go has been doing these really great things uh I think for like and almost a whole month now they've halved all the egg distances. So you don't have to walk as much. They've altered the algorithm for uh, your steps to be uh, uh, was adventure sync. Thank you brain for skipping a beat there. Um, So yeah, so adventure sync has been set up this way now that if you're like on a treadmill, it'll log those steps because normally they won't do, you know, steps in place, but now they will because they know that you're stuck at home, which is great. Um, Let's try to think what else they've done. Uh, They've gotten rid of the uh, five-kilometer walking distance to do the Go Battle Leagues, which is another thing. If you're not doing the Go Battle Leagues, you really should. It's some really fun stuff.
1: I've yet to try it. I really need to.
2: I've done it, and uh, if you do the premium one, which right now only costs you like one uh, premium Raid Pass, which I've got like a million of, so... And then if you can at least win two out of the five battles, then you get a random Pokemon. And you have a very good chance of it being the current raid boss Pokemon, Landorus, right now. Huh. So if you can't do raids because you're stuck at home, or if you just don't have that many people in your town that play anymore, then you can do these Go Battle Leagues, and you can still get a raid Pokemon. And it's got a decent CP. Huh.
1: And so, hey, that
2: works out perfectly. And yeah, and you get to use your pokeballs, great balls, and ultra balls, and rather than
1: the premium, rather than the premier balls,
2: exactly. And you can use as many as you want, and not have to worry about running out and then having it run away. (laughs) Ha ha! So it's amazing. Um, You can also get a Libra Pikachu, or Pikachu Libra, Libra.
1: Oh yeah, the um. The wrestler. He's got the, the Lucha Libre mask, so yes. Yeah, there's that. So yeah. if it happens to pop up around your house, catch it.
2: Yes. Uh I also got the Scraggy from the Go Battle League. So that was a new Pokemon for me. I was six. Ex- I was excited about that.
1: Uh, I've to... got Fungus around my house right now.
2: Yeah, the April Fools events going on. It'll actually actually I think it just ended nineteen minutes ago. <laughs> so that's finally over and then starting tomorrow as of this recording, which I think will probably be over by the time this episode releases, this is releasing next week. Um, they're doing the Easter event with a finally Shiny Execute. That's exciting. All right. Yeah. So uh some and of on the top others... of Oh go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No I'll go.
1: <laughs> um, I was just gonna say that also, uh right now as as of this recording, there's still a uh one coin Ultra Ball Pack that gives mm-hmm. you 20 Ultra Balls and 15 Pineapple Berries.
2: Yes, uh, that will probably be over with by the time this episode releases because they release new things uh, weekly. So oh. like the week before this, I think it was like 100 Great Balls and the week before that was 100 Poke Balls for all one coin, which is awesome that they're doing this. They're really trying to make sure that you can still get the equipment that you need for stuff.
1: Especially um, considering, you know, with everything going on, you can't really go to gyms and, you mm-hmm. know, and get and put your Pokemon in and get coins, at least not regularly.
2: Yeah. And uh, now they had said that they were going to make it this way. You could do raids from home. And I was like, cool. I wonder how they'll do that. Well, it turns out they only doubled your distance of reaching a, a poki gym. <sighs> so... Basically, if you were just ever so slightly away from it, from your house, you can now reach it. I thought maybe they do like a whole, oh, if you can see it on your screen, it's reachable. Then That would have made more sense to me.
1: That's definitely something that they should have clarified.
2: Yeah, because they're like, oh, you can do raids from your home. And I'm like, sweet. And then it's like, oh, we just doubled the distance, but it <laughs> only works on gyms, not on Pokestop. So like. You'll be near a Pokestop. It'll light up because it's within that double distance. But when you go to spin it, it just says try again,
1: which lovely.
2: Yeah, it's a little tease there.
1: Which I mean, I literally if I look at my map on my horizon, there are two gyms like just right on the edge of the horizon and it would have been perfect. But no. yeah,
2: because um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six gyms in my view. I live near a mm. park, so, and I can see my comic book store from here, so, and also there's a Texas roadhouse that has a gym, which is awesome. Sweet. Yeah. So, let me see right here. Uh, Venipede and Voltorb. Well, I guess the April Fool's event's still going on. I thought that ended. Um,
1: which it works out, because, you know, I need more Voltorbs to get my electrode.
2: Yeah. Um, also, heads up, some of those Voltorbs will be dittos. Oh. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, I did the Genesect event that they had. Oh, Uh, I missed
1: out on that.
2: Yeah. uh, So if you paid for it, they made it this way you could do it from home. Uh, It was more home-friendly instead of going out and whatnot. So you didn't have to do any raids. So I think what they did was, like, uh, it was five steps. And within each of the five steps, you had to capture 25 of a certain type. So, like, the first one was, like, 25 normal types. Second one was 25 fire types. Water types, uh, electric, and then ice. Um, I've already got Genesect, but I'm on the fifth step because it's weird that they don't give you Genesect at the end. They just make you... uh, They give it to you after the fourth step. So, I got... um, Honestly, like I finished the second step, and then the event was over during the weekend because like they had released all these different Pokemon that helped you, right? And then I went back to being normal, and I was like, oh. So then, thankfully, water's pretty easy, but then I was like, oh, I gotta catch like twenty five electric types. How am I gonna do that? April Fools! Here's a bunch of Voltorbs. I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. But now I've got to catch like 25 ice types and I'm like, "Uh, when is the winter in July event coming back? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I got Genesect. I also got a Durant, which is a regional exclusive because we got Heatmore in this area and then Durant is in the other area. I forget how it's divided, oh. but I was like, sweet, that's uh, an extra Pokemon for me.
1: Plus, you got a basketball player in your team now. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> okay, I'll stop.
2: <laughs> I don't know sports, so that took me a second. <laughs> I've heard the name. Let's put it that way. It's funny.
1: I've been waiting to make that joke.
2: Ah, uh, uh, You and your dad jokes. <laughs> Which is uh, going to come up later on, so stay tuned.
1: All right. I just made
2: everybody quit listening to this podcast in an instant <laughs> by mentioning dad jokes are coming up in the future. So, yeah, Pokemon Go is doing a great job, well, almost a great job of uh, keep making people stay home. Let's put it that way. Um, I've been hatching a lot more eggs since, obviously, I'm essential, like I said before, and like I'm still traveling to and from work and at work so I'm walking a lot so I'm, and with the half distance I'm able to hatch things a lot quicker uh, I've gotten quite a few things I got a shiny uh, Beldum I believe it's called no Bronzor yeah
1: Bronzor oh yes I got one of those and I couldn't I really did not believe that those were out already hmm. then again they're like I really forget what generation those are
2: uh, Bronzor is Generation Five or Four,
1: Four. Okay, so yeah, they've they've been out a little bit.
2: Yeah. Um, I also but, got I mean, another shiny. What else did I get? Adventure oh.
1: Sync really comes in handy, especially for those you know essential workers you know who are moving around a whole lot. So it it so in that case, like if you're if you still play Pokemon Go, if you happen to be an essential worker and you're mm-hmm. moving around a lot, be sure your Adventure Sync is on. You can hatch a whole bunch of eggs, you know, still get your steps in, get your Pokeballs. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I also got a shiny ball toy and a shiny Houndour during the uh, Genesect event.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. That Houndour.
2: It's all blue. It's blue. It's awesome.
1: (laughs) That's why I really like the shiny Houndours. I can't remember when... uh has the dlc for sword and shield come out yet or no
2: that is coming out in the first half of it's coming out in june okay so we still got a I while c- yet yeah i wish they would actually release it earlier because of what's going on but obviously everybody's playing animal crossing right now so
1: right and also with, with the uh shortage of switches right now then you know it kind of I wouldn't think it would be conducive, because then, you know, release the DLC, people are going to want to get Switches, there's a shortage, people can't buy them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's it's ridiculous. Everybody's sold out, and mm. third parties are selling them for like four dollars
2: five, $600. Yeah, same price as toilet paper.
1: Oh, Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, it that's about what it'd be good for after paying that much for it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's it's wild. Um, well, I do hope you get one soon. Um, are you trying to go for like a regular switch or do you want like switch light?
1: Uh, pr- trying for the regular switch. Okay. Uh, the dock will really come in handy. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I play on the regular switch. My wife does a switch light. Um, I do like being able to switch back and forth between the TV, but I'll be honest, playing um, Pokemon Shield, I only ever really played it on the TV when I was charging up my Switch itself. Right. Because I would play in handheld mode because obviously my wife and I were playing at the same time. She doesn't want to get spoiled on any future spoilers right. while she's playing, so but then like she got ahead of me a little bit, so I was like, well, mine's about to die. <laughs> and um, the only way for me to charge her right now is to plug it into the dock and play on the TV. She goes, go ahead. I'm way ahead of you. And I'm like, thanks.
1: <laughs> it's the Pokemon equivalent of cheating on Netflix.
2: Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, obviously, she doesn't care. Like if I get ahead of her, uh, she just doesn't want to see it. So, right, but she likes the Switch Lite just because, like, she's used to playing on like the 3DS and stuff like that. She likes a smaller screen. She likes being able to have it in handheld. Um, yeah. So, and obviously, we weren't going to, you know, take turns playing because on each other Switches, because that would just be so boring. Like while it one of us is boring. playing. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, you're, uh, two hours are up. It's my turn. And I'm like, uh, no, nope. <laughs> I want to keep playing. So we had to get a second switch for her, which I'm glad that the switch lights came out when they did for that, because I really did not want to buy a whole second switch.
1: Yeah. Then you'd have just all that to deal with. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you doing anything else in the world of Pokemon right now?
1: No. Um, <laughs> besides because, well, of course, right now being, being a little bit behind, I play go mm-hmm. and, uh, then watch detective Pikachu incessantly because you know the the kids absolutely love it nice and so and uh I'll probably bring this up later on in the show but I mean my daughter she started getting uh she's she's eight Mm -hmm. so she's getting kind of curious about some of the older stuff in Pokemon she um we watched uh um, Mewtwo Strikes Back: Revolution, I, or I, Evolution. Evolution. There we go. Jeez, I'm only 31 and my memory sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but we watched it, and you know she was curious because I kept bringing up the original and seeing a lot of the like a lot of the glaring differences between Evolution and the original. Mm-hmm. So we watched the original. And, of course, she was like, oh, well, I like the other one, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, wow. she she appreciates them for what they are. And, of course, it's Pokemon, so what is there not to like?
2: All right. Well, let me ask you this, because uh, Doug and I have this difference about the one, like, one thing we both differentiate about evolution. That kind of stuck out when we did our review episode. Go check that out, by the way. Um, did you feel like the song Brother My Brother needed to be at the end?
1: i don't know with that it's it's kind of a i mean i guess being you know with liking the original it's it kind of sits there on the fence but we're also in the age of remakes and shoving songs into into movies for the sake of having them i'm looking at you aladdin and lion king
2: Hey, Aladdin was good. Lion <laughs> King was a joke. Okay, Just putting that out there. Although the uh, Hakuna Matata was my definite favorite part of that entire movie. So,
1: oh yeah, definitely.
2: Oh yeah, Timon and stole the show.
1: With me with Aladdin, I, I I liked Will Smith's rendition of "Friend Like Me." So I was so I'm I'm kind of sold on it. But of course, being a '90s kid, I'm like, Rrr.
2: see. I, okay, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I actually like Will Smith's version better than Robin Williams' version. And really? I just lost you.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just like, wait. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, I don't think I really grew up with Aladdin like a lot of people. So, I probably didn't right. see it until maybe I was 10 and I mean, like this was in two thousand, so like it's been out for right. A
1: while. So yeah, it has been out a while.
2: Yeah. So I prefer like, and Aladdin's not my favorite Disney movie. Um, it actually goes to Mulan. So we'll see how that goes.
1: I'm still mad that well, well, considering that the release has been pushed back, McDonald's, you still have a chance to make it up to us and re re release the Szechuan sauce.
2: Oh, they're doing that are they? Yeah, uh they had posted um a couple weeks ago. Uh I think with like the whole Rick and Morty like poster thing or something like that and they I thought that
1: eat. was like Australia or something though. What? Yeah, what? that cuz I was like really excited about it cuz I was like yes, it's going to happen in Australia. Man, and I'm just like you I really got to read
2: things more instead of just uh just the headlines.
1: Oh, I about cried. Oh. Because sad. I was already I was angry enough at the Rick and Morty fans because it's like, oh, well, Szechuan sauce, blah, blah, blah. F you for not bringing it out or not having enough and attacking McDonald's workers because they have no control over it. And I'm like, you weren't there when it released. You don't understand just how powerful this sauce is. And y'all are just <laughs> liking it because of a Rick and Morty reference. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, see, I had never tried it before. So and I know we're going completely off the rails of a Pokemon podcast, but you know what? This is how we're gonna do it because <laughs> Doug's not here. <laughs> um, so I had never tried it before, so when it they had finally released it to everybody, um and whatnot, I finally got my hands on a pack. I t- tried it and I just wasn't a fan.
1: Yeah, when when you think... have stuff that's surrounded with, like, nostalgia, and, like, when it's so overly hyped, mm-hmm. it just completely ruins the experience.
2: Yeah, I think I just, like, over, like I overhyped it in my head, and then uh, when it finally came out, I was like, oh, this is what everybody's been craving about? Okay, well, more power to them, but this is not for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I saw, I saw the episode where the the Szechuan sauce was brought up, so I can, I can appreciate the joke. But you know, being a kid when it first came out, mm-hmm. and, you know, you try it again as an adult, and it's like it, it's like running into a to an old friend, mm-hmm. and you're just like, this is great. But you know, coming in from the outside, you know, haha, Rick and Morty, blah blah blah. And I mean, not not knocking Rick and Morty. I I knock the fans more than I knock the show.
2: Yeah. Well. But
1: <laughs> well, you
2: know, it <laughs> but, takes a true intellect to enjoy Rick and Morty.
1: Oh, most definitely.
2: Yes, yes, and if you cannot sense the sarcasm, there was heavily sarcasm in that <laughs> post.
1: Yeah. But uh, I mean. It, that's kind of the case with Pokemon too. Is that you know you, you like, like folks like us that grew up with it like since mm-hmm. its early days, and we're just like, oh yeah, Pokemon's great. It's it's wonderful, and you know it's like an old friend. Then you've got like the Gen Z kids who are kind of like, oh yeah, Pokemon go hard or don't go at all. And I mean there there's some of us millennials that are like that too. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I've seen them. I've... <laughs> I've seen them. Oh, yeah. And...
2: Have, you, have you met a Gen 1-er?
1: Oh, on many occasions, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, they... Look, if you listen to this podcast and you're a Gen 1-er, I would love to have you on the show and talk to you. And I want to understand why you believe that Gen 1 is the best and the only generation that matters. Because, let's be real here, Gen two is the best, and that's the only one that matters. But, <laughs> you know. Of course, my favorite Pokemon is a Gen 1 Pokemon, but...
1: I mean, when you have a generation with Heracross, you just, you, you can't go wrong.
2: Exactly. Heracross, Corsula, uh, Gligar, like, come on.
1: Totodile.
2: Typhlosion.
1: I mean, just come on. I mean, there's, there's so many to pick from. Oh, and... The
2: best of them all, furret. I'm not even joking. I
1: love furret. It It just, it looks so soft and cuddly.
2: It does. There is like a five foot plush of furret that's exclusive to Japan, and I want it so badly. But my wife won't let me have it because we (laughs) don't have room for it.
1: That's the same thing with the giant Snorlax beanbag chair. She
2: wants that, though, for some reason. Oh,
1: but yeah. You can't have the furret, but the Snorlax can stay.
2: I think it's because she's afraid, like, I'll cuddle the furret and never cuddle her again. I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's okay. We both can cuddle the furret.
2: Exactly. There's enough furret to go around. And here's the thing. That's a life-size furret. Furrets are huge.
1: It's so crazy looking at the, the size of these pokemon like if you actually go by official size charts and mm-hmm. you see some of these things and you're just like oh god
2: it's like how and like when you see charizard it's only it's shorter than you and you're like really
1: and it's, it's like crazy. Well, and then you remember ash is 10 yeah. so he's short as f
2: exactly so that's the one thing that really throws a lot of people off i think it's <laughs> just the size of ash
1: I mean, he's only been 10 years old for like 20 years.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, oh. we're we're going by Simpson's time travel here now. Mhm.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of for 20 years, have you been watching the new Sun and Moon anime?
1: I have not gotten to uh, I I've not gotten a chance to check it out. Okay. Um, but I that's the um uh well, I've checked a few episodes of Sun and Moon. That that's the one uh in Alola, correct? Yes. Yeah, I've checked a few episodes of it. Um what after playing Sun and Moon, I mean Sun and Moon are great games. Uh, mm-hmm. I never got to play uh their sequels. But Sun and Moon was a great game. The anime didn't really draw me until I uh I caught wind of like uh Brock and Misty Mm-hmm. coming back and visiting and, and that
2: was uh, season one finale
1: right and that's that's what kind of caught my attention and so then i started going back and i was like okay i've i've been sleeping on this
2: yeah like i know a lot of people were turned off by the animation but it it gets really good and then like season two Um, They start hunting down Ultra Beasts and stuff. And um, I've noticed, like, throughout the entire season, like, they pay homage to a lot of different animes. Um, Hmm. One of them is, like, when they hunt down Ultra Beasts, they get, like, this Ultra Guardian suits. (laughs) And the way that the suits form onto them is very similar to Sailor Moon. (laughs) So and then like there's a bunch of other uh animes like that they pay homage to. I can't think of at the moment. I want to say like Gundam's one of them. Yeah, and it just the way that they do is really cool. And then like the final season, it's all leading up to the uh, Pokemon League, which by the way is like the like the entire thing from start to finish of the Pokemon League is some of the best Pokemon anime I have seen
1: ever. Oh. Any time Ash actually makes it into a league, those are some of, like, the grandest episodes of the season, mm-hmm. because it just seems like everything is just that much more important. And, like, even, like, the mistakes that he makes are that much more, like, prominent. I'm looking at you, episode, when, in during the Indigo League, when all the Pokeballs got stolen and you couldn't identify your Pokeballs... <laughs> I am sorry. That just gets me. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, did, I didn't get to watch the, uh, the Alolan League episodes, but I did hear about Ash finally winning mm-hmm. after, like, 20 years.
2: Yeah. And now we're just patiently waiting for the new season to start, which I don't know when it's going to happen, which sucks because, like, in Japan like as soon as one season ends they start, they start the, the next, next one and here there's like a hiatus between it and i'm like why you have everything you need
1: because in america well it it also has to do with localization and all that stuff mm, and true. it's it's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of hoops to jump through which i mean just looking at it it doesn't seem to be necessary but it's it's a process so it's, you know, they've got to get the cast together, they've got to do all this stuff, then there's voice matching, uh, mm-hmm. timing, and which it's just, it's...
2: Speaking of which, um, it just reminded me, uh, Pokemon had actually uh, shared a video of the voice actress of Ash explaining how they do uh, the voice work for the anime, and it is some really cool stuff that they show like how they do it how they have to like slow down her uh, voice sometimes or speed it up a little bit um and
1: oh yeah like, it it gets really interesting yeah just uh because i'll always remember um an amazement 2008 when kyle Abert and uh I'm really sorry because I forget her name. She played Videl in Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Kara Edwards. There we go. All right. Got it. (laughs) Saved myself. (laughs) And they were talking about the process and like literally they are watching the scene. And just being able to get the timing right. Like it's just all of a sudden it's down to a clap and you have to say your line within that time and match it.
2: Mm-hmm. Because you're basically taking what Japanese uh words are, and it could be, like, something super quick for something super long, or vice versa, and they got to find a way to match it as best as they can.
1: Or it doesn't even have a translation.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, which is a great example of one of the Pokemon episodes uh, when they're playing baseball, which is one of my favorite episodes from Season 1. And... So, the translation error is in the fact that Cyther's name is Strike in Japanese. <laughs> so, and so Cyther is the umpire, and so he would say Strike every time Ash was at bat
1: because <laughs> that's his name.
2: And Ash be like, "What? What? What's going
1: on here?" Oh, I can appreciate the wordplay.
2: <laughs> exactly. Even though it's a ball. Well, when the American episode comes out, it still. Scyther goes, Scyther! And it's kind of lost. Obviously, Scyther still does like an arm movement because that's what umpires do. They make like an arm motion to to signal what's strike and what's ball. But it's the joke's not fully there anymore, which is a bummer. But if you know the whole thing, then it's still at least somewhat funny.
1: Right. It's one of those. Once it's translated, it kind of becomes one of those inside joke type deals.
2: Exactly. Uh, well, uh, still waiting for Luke to join us, but uh, I guess we can probably get into, like, our main topic right now, um, which is Pokemon parenting. do do you know, is a little weird of a topic, but, you know, I, I wanted to know a few things. Uh, so... I guess, first off, uh, now, how many kids do you have?
1: I have two. Um, Okay. My daughter is eight, and my son is two.
2: Okay. Now, um, did you introduce Pokemon to your daughter, or did she find out on her own?
1: I guess you could say I introduced it to her, because I think, um, really, like, for the first two years of her life, I was a stay-at-home dad. Okay. Um, my wife was working full time, so we decided it would be best. You know, my wife continue working. I'll Mm -hmm. stay home. I'll I'll take care of our of our daughter. Don't have to worry about child care or anything like that. Nice. And so what I would do is, you know, randomly start watching stuff. And it just so happened that there was a day I started watching Pokemon and she would watch it with me. And. It just, it kind of sank in from there, I guess. Because now we're talking, uh, let's see, she has inherited my wife's Togepi. Uh, <laughs> she's got a Pikachu. She took my uh, 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 fox thing. I forget it all of a sudden. The Firefox.
2: Oh, volpex
1: no, not vo- the other one. Uh, the other one. Oh. uh um, the the starter. I can't believe I forget it all of a sudden.
2: Oh, Fennekin.
1: Fennekin. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm. I am really just no brain today. But <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, she took my Fennekin. She's got uh, Dratini. Um hoopa is one of her favorites nice like she is all about i can't tell you how many times she watched the the hoopa movie nice and like that that was all her she was just like oh i love hoopa and she we went and went to a store and she saw a hoopa and she's like i have to have it (laughs) so i mean it so it may have started with Us watching it together, but she kind of cultivated her interest herself.
2: Nice. That's awesome.
1: Now, my son. um, My son's all about Pikachu. (laughs) And that just may be a, you know, a two year old thing, but he is all Pikachu all the time. That's why we watch Detective Pikachu 3 times like <laughs> daily. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're lucky it has Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds makes everything better. Oh, it's especially, I mean that I'm not sure. I mean, it's not put I'm not meaning to put Ryan Reynolds on a pedestal, but I'm it would the movie would hit so much differently. If he did not voice Pikachu the way he did, yeah, or like if if he was, if it was something else, someone else voicing him, it just it the humor just would not flow like it did.
2: Could you imagine if Danny DeVito did Pikachu? Uh,
1: now that it's happened, I'm actually really glad it wasn't Danny DeVito. I'm sorry, yeah. Danny DeVito.
2: To be fair, Danny <laughs> DeVito had no idea what Pokemon was, so... No. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but yeah. yeah, I mean, my kids... Um, I introduced it to them, like, in, in passing, because I'd be watching it and they took interest, but they're, they cultivated their interests all on their own.
2: That's awesome. How did you explain to your daughter that there's over
1: 800 Pokemon? <laughs> Um, we're, we're still working on that. Ah, <laughs> Um, because it, it's just, I've decided, you know, because I'm even completely out of, out of my league with this, because I'm, uh, essentially, uh, I'm essentially a generation behind. Mm. But I'm also at that point, I think, as, as you could tell with the Fennekin thing, I think I'm i've hit my memory limit with these guys (laughs) (laughs) so if she has a question about them i'm like oh yeah that's one of those newer ones and you know blah 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 and we'll go look it up together otherwise it's like yeah no i'm i lost count
2: (laughs) nice yeah i'll be honest like i'm kind of doing the same thing with my wife uh Cause she had fallen out of Pokemon like shortly at the beginning of generation four. Mm-hmm. And then I got her to play Pokemon X and Y. So right. uh, she got back in with that, but generation five and a little bit of generation four, she has no idea. So she's learning everything through Pokemon go, which is really exciting. Cause I get to teach her all these things.
1: And go is such like, it, it's such an easy way to learn about these things too. They make it mm-hmm. so accessible.
2: Yeah, and she plays Pokemon Go
1: too, correct? Right.
2: Now, does she have like a tablet to play that on, or is it like one of your guys' phones or
1: Um, she has a tablet and okay. uh usually if we go out and she happens to have her tablet she she doesn't take it everywhere, but if she happens to have it with her or there happens to be a day where like there's an event going on. Whoops, mm-hmm. sorry, that was my Pokemon game. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh if she happens to have her tablet with her, then she'll play it. And uh, she actually um the first time she played it, she wound it was around the time they introduced the legendary birds, like so very early on. and like everyone else in our party did like none of us got uh Moltres, and she happened to get it, and she was like a level 12. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and so it was just it i mean it it works out great because mm-hmm. then you know she's playing it with us and you know she's not old enough to go out on her own and we're we're not going to do the pokemon thing and shove her out at 10 years old
2: <laughs> as much as you want to
1: <laughs> there are days but uh uh child services will not uh they frown upon that.
2: Eh. <laughs> just hand her a rat and just tell her, "Go do your thing."
1: Oh yeah, here's this uh, here's this lizard with a flaming tail. It totally won't catch everything on fire. Go on, have fun. Yeah, here's a turtle. <laughs> don't flood the don't uh, don't flood the bathroom with it. You'll be fine.
2: Here's a frog with an onion taped to its back.
1: Oh yeah. By the way. Be careful. It has leaves that has sharp leaves. How do you have (laughs) sharp leaves? Do you know? Well, you know about that holly bush outside? Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of like that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, mm. So, was it, how was it, you know, being able to take something that you grew up with and passing it down to her?
1: Being able to pass on that knowledge or that that interest and it it especially feels it especially feels different when they sort of when they take interest in it as you introduce it to them so it also sort of it sort of allows you to be able to uh appreciate it that much more mm-hmm. because it's kind of like you're you're going like deep into your memories and reliving these memories as you share them. And so it's just, it's, it's like a, I, I can't even put it to words. It's, it warms your heart. Nice. I guess you could say. That's
2: awesome. Yeah. And plus, I mean, now you also get a great excuse to buy Pokemon merchandise without,
1: uh, Oh, totally. Yeah. We've got, uh, I actually lost count of how many Pokeballs we have in the uh in the playroom. <laughs> yeah. Um Discovered my wife's Gen 1 Pokedex in her uh in her nightstand. Nice. And uh Yeah, they're just we've got Pokemon strewn all over the place. Um my son's got a got a Pikachu somewhere in the corner. He mm. sleeps with a Pikachu. Um I completely lost track of where the rest of them are. They're, they're somewhere <laughs> They're They're kids. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like little surprises around the house. Nice. Now I've never <laughs> gotten her uh, Pokemon cards at all. The only ones we've come across. Cause I'm, I've been out of card games for a very long time. After, after I got burned out on Yu-Gi-Oh! I just, I hadn't, uh, had much interest in buying them, but, um, you know, whenever McDonald's has them, uh, the kids take interest in them. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep them. I try to keep them safe for them. Yeah, because so you that...
2: got me that uh, Magnemite McDonald's card. Yeah, awesome. By the way, thank you.
1: And I still, uh, I actually have a few in a tin somewhere. <laughs> but um, after finding a uh, foil Pikachu card drawn on, which was more than likely my uh, two-year-old. i uh i decided yeah you i know you love them but uh i'll keep them safe if you want to look at them we'll look at them but uh you know if you take interest in them they'll be worth money someday you know like baseball cards or beanie babies ha 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 um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they i mean when they get them they like them
3: Mm
1: -hmm. but i also know what kind of a rabbit hole that is and so i try to uh limit yeah. that
2: yeah i was able to quit but i kind of want to get back into it just for the sake of the new sword and shield expansion pack and then try and quit after that but we'll see what they happens. got me
1: i got lost when uh see i got out of pokemon shortly before they introduced the uh that that card scanner device for like the game boy advance mm-hmm. i believe so E-reader. uh Yeah, once the e-reader came out, I was I was kind of like, yep, okay, can't do that. And now here, years later, they have the uh, the giant cards, the ex like the like the jumbo ex cards from like the uh, the booster boxes, I guess.
2: Well, those basically do nothing. I think those are just supposed to you know just
1: show off the artwork a little
2: bit better. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then the uh, the ex cards are. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of fun. A little mm-hmm. twist on the game but otherwise i'm just like huh
2: yeah see i don't i haven't played the games i just collect them because i like the look of the cards i like the artwork and stuff like that
1: i um, still wish i had my old cards because uh considering how much a uh a first edition first series machamp is now yeah i'm just like why did I get rid of them?
2: Yeah, I ended up donating my entire collection uh, a long time ago.
1: No! Yeah,
2: I <laughs> regretted it. And then I got back into it pro- right around about when Gen 5 came out. And right. And I started collecting the cards again. And then I fell out of the cards and I just donated all those cards. And <laughs> so now I think... Once Sun and well, actually, shortly before Sun and Moon came out, I think roughly around about the time I actually started this podcast, I got back into collecting the cards again, and I still have all those cards, Um, and I have them nicely, neatly in a binder and everything like that, all labeled. And it's, I enjoy (laughs) them, but like I was, I kept saying I'm not going to get all the packs, and like for I think like two to three straight years, I kept getting all the packs that were coming out, and then finally, I was like, okay. You take a break, because that's when the, the tag-team cards start coming out. I was
1: like, tag-team? Really?
2: Yeah, it's where, like, two Pokemon are on one card. It's kind of... The artwork oh. for it is really cool. So, like, you'll get some weird pairings, like, uh... Piplup and Blastoise, or... Right. Uh, Venusaur and Celebi, Snorlax and Eevee.
1: See, I'm... <sighs> Once, uh once they started introducing like other artists besides Ken Sugimori, mm. I just, I kind of, cause Ken Sugimori's art just, it, it hits mm-hmm. so differently than any of the other artists. And I mean, yeah, that, that may sound purist of me, but I mean, it's like, it's like, it, it's like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at that artwork and it just, it hits a certain place. That's kind of how it is with Ken Sugimori's artwork. And so, like when they introduced the team rocket stuff, I was like, "Yeah, oh, wait, that's not Ken Sugimori's artwork, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but i mean yeah they are they're, they're great, but from a uh from a collector's standpoint, I'm kind of hesitant to introduce the car- like the the cards at large to my kids, mm-hmm." So, uh, but it, maybe I'll come around to it.
2: <laughs> okay. It's really good to hear like how, uh, you've basically brought Pokemon into uh, your kids' lives. It's really, really cool. Uh,
1: oh yeah. And especially when they're just, they're so, uh, receptive to it.
3: hmm
1: And it's, it's just, it makes it that much more fun. Because, yeah. Sorry?
2: Oh, no, no, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, it's like when you go to a store, like the Pokeballs, it all started just because I just on a whim, I took my daughter to a store and they had these like little like third party Pokeballs, like with the hinges mm-hmm. and the like this little surprise figurines in them. And so I was like, "Ooh, that's nice. Next thing my daughter's like, oh, can we get them? <laughs> <laughs> and so we took two Pokemon, two Pokeballs home that day. And my wife's like, really? (laughs) Hello, Luke. Hi.
2: Hey, how's it going, man? He Uh, exists.
0: I think I just lost 10 pounds doing my chores faster than I've ever done them before. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording at eight, right? Yes. Yes. So I just got in the house, came into our spare bedroom where her nice computer is. And Lydia comes down here. Guess what she brings me. What's that? Two things, Pikachu and Charmander.
2: Nice, <laughs> very nice. I think I did something right. There, <laughs> there you know. go.
0: Yes, say, say hi to the computer. Can you just say Pikachu? I don't know. Now you're all shy. Who's <laughs> this?
3: <laughs> can...
0: Louder. That's an ear. It's an ear. <laughs> <laughs> She's pointing at the, the headset, like, what is that? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, she says hi. Hi.
3: Hi. Hi, okay.
0: Lydia. No. Love you.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> Aww. Oh, that's she a She wants to stay noise. and record. Mommy won't let her. Aww. <laughs> Dad, (laughs) Dad. that's how it was with my son Uh, I I put him down and he's just like no, no go bed no (laughs) it's not bedtime
0: (laughs) you're clawing at the door poor kid she just wants to sit with dad that's
1: That's like the, the number one unwritten rule if it's scratching at the door it's either the kids or the cat
0: at least you didn't say
2: ghosts (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the ghosts
0: okay
2: on top mischievous so <laughs> uh, Luke I was just asking Lee a few questions and I'll ask you some of these same questions um, so did you introduce uh Pokemon to your daughter or did she find it on her own um I'm
0: sure I'm guilty of introducing it to her one way or another because <laughs> I don't want to watch her horsey show with her or her baby show or one other show that she loves. <laughs> so I'm watching TV with you child. And we're going to watch something daddy likes.
2: There you go. That's cool. Uh, and now no, she already... just chooses it on her
0: own. So I did something right there, I guess. There you go. Uh
2: I already forgot the questions I had already asked Lee. (laughs) Because I didn't even write these down. I was just going off the fly. Um, Lee, what were some of the questions I asked you? (laughs) This makes me a um, great um... host. Never leave me alone again, Doug.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we went on... uh... Oh, crap. (laughs) See? (laughs) This is what happens when I get on my tangents. I forget what we're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> um well it was you know about introducing your kids to the to pokemon then uh at some point it was i forgot before we got on the pokemon cards there was something else
2: oh yeah there was like two other questions i think i asked you like, yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh this is terrible
2: this is this is this is horrible i really this should is really a great podcast it. i know oh wait till you hear like the whole thing like we go oh all the way to like rick and morty on this episode
1: Oh, we went on about the Szechuan sauce, man. We had we had to go on the McNugget we sauce. Did
0: <laughs> something I know nothing about. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh, Doug is. Gonna Damn it! Now McNuggets. I want
0: McNuggets. Thanks, guys. No, you're,
2: you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> uh, and and you're
1: also welcome, McDonald's.
2: <laughs> yes, McDonald's. If you want to sponsor us, I will happily take. Uh anything, even just a 20-count Chicken McNugget. I will do that.
1: Today, we happen to come across our trio happening to want McDonald's nuggets.
2: Please send all offers
0: to Victor Road Pod on Twitter. Not on Facebook, because it hasn't been updated in over a year. (laughs) So every time you guys do the outro, I chuckle, because it's like, Tito, go on Facebook. It's been forever. I've checked.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right. We were forced to make a Facebook page. The owner of the 4Ride Radio Network wanted us to make a Facebook page, even though we were like, we we do mostly Twitter stuff. And he's like, well, you know, you'll get a whole lot more audience from Facebook. I was like, sure, whatever. So I created one. I don't keep up with it because I don't want to.
1: <laughs> Our Facebook numbers determined that was a lie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so now we just focus on Twitter, which I haven't been on in like a week. So, <laughs> cause you know, just everything that's been going on has been super crazy, which by the way, how are you doing holding up during this whole uh, crisis? Still breathing.
0: So Normally. All that matters. <laughs> my wife's good. My child's good. I'm good. My family's good. I can't complain. I have a roof over my head. I'm still working. Um, She wasn't working. Then she was working. And now she found out today she might not be working. So I don't really know if she's working. So we'll find out tomorrow.
2: Lovely. (laughs) Uh.
1: Next time on (laughs) COVID-19.
2: His voice is so good. I know. It's so good. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? We're commenting your... (laughs) (laughs) amazing
0: Your talent. Your talent is so good, Lee. I wish it's,
2: I could...
1: Oh, it's... it's so good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wish I could like bottle it up and just save it for later.
1: Oh, I wish I had more drive to do this stuff.
2: I mean, you do an amazing Pegasus, by the way. So.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, Yu Gi Oh
2: Pegasus? Yeah.
1: Hmm. All right, Yu Gi Boy. What was it? Was it last year? Was it no, last year's?
2: It was two years ago, April Fool's was episode. It... Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Hmm. Check out the 2018 April Fool's video. Yes.
2: Hmm.
1: Hmm, Kaiba Boy. Yeah. Cause I think I'm going to take magician. your Dark Magician girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think you do it better than I do. Well, okay, good. Doug's...
2: Again, Doug's never going to let me do this again. So let's just. <laughs> Love you, Doug. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, just a heads up. Doug's obviously not here because he's currently recording a walloping web snappers episode.
1: Oh, I, I still guess I didn't even notice. Next thing you know, just have a just random crossover and call it walloping Wobbuffets.
2: Wow! Oh, I love that. I love it. <laughs> oh,
0: that's brilliant.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: She Lydia almost said Wobbuffet the other night. Nice. Because we watch <laughs> a random episode of Sun and Moon and... Wobbuffet did a thing, and I repeat it. And then she, everything I've been repeat saying she's been trying to repeat too. So it's oh, like, she's in that phase. She's name. so close to saying it, so cute.
2: <laughs> now, uh, you've sent me a few videos, or you've posted a few videos, I should say. Um, uh, you guys are watching like the original anime as well, correct?
0: Yep. Typically, it'll either be the original series or Sun and Moon, depending upon if she wants to watch it or if I want to watch something that I haven't watched before. Okay. We kind of just started out in a random spot, kind of when you guys did the the race episode with Ponyta on that, because she loves horses, So I thought, oh, here you go, kid. You're going to love this. Nice. you really going to love this. You normally enjoy Pokemon, but you're really going to like it now. <laughs> so every time we watch the theme song, which might I add, we have to back up to watch it. Thanks, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Rapidash uh, goes on the screen, Percy good
2: <laughs> job, kid. That's awesome
1: and I think that was uh that was one of the questions was pertaining to uh as far as like the kid's general interest um somehow
2: yeah oh, uh I remembered another one of the questions now, Luke, how have you told her like uh that there's over eight hundred Pokemon, or are you like working your way towards that?
0: well she can only count to about 10 so (laughs) she turns two next month so (laughs) it's a little early for that
2: (laughs) okay well so you're starting her very young then kind of like uh what you did
1: lee yeah
2: she enjoys it that's all that matters (laughs) pretty much is all that matters that's really cool um Now, do you foresee, like, trying to get her into, like, the cards or anything? Are you going to try and stay away from that kind of stuff?
0: Um, I'll just kind of let her do what she wants, I guess. Um, I'm sure eventually she will, because I did. Mm. I got into them. I got out of them because I didn't understand how to play the game. But we still collected and traded like crazy when I was in elementary school, to the point where our teachers were like, "Uh uh-uh, those stay in your lockers except for in-between classes and recess and lunch period.
1: Wait, that's it, Luke, how, um... If you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
0: Thirty. We'll be thirty-one next month.
1: Okay, so you're you're, you're around my age then. Um, I was ten when
0: Pokemon s- came out on TV. I remember yeah. because that's how you had to get your Pokemon license.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I still remember um, when the cards came out, and I honestly, I really don't think that like the younger kids will, unless something really big happens to explode like Pokemon did back when we were kids. I really, I still remember I was in seven. no, I was sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Pokemon came out, and the cards came out. Everybody is trading these cards, and everything's perfect. And I still remember the day that they cracked down and said, no, oh. we are not doing these Pokemon cards in school anymore. <laughs> if we see That's them, right. you're going to take them away.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep, that happened to me too, because... It, just so you guys know i'm cl- i'm probably the youngest one here but i'm only 29 i'll be 30 this year so okay I'm... so
1: you're not too far it's not that exactly. Young. exactly exactly no so i'm just i'm i'm used to being the far old i'm like at that median age where i'm either younger than everybody or i'm mm-hmm. older than everybody yep. so it gets kind of strange meeting other getting together with other people who are close to my age range but uh yeah it's it's so it's no i was in 7th grade because i still remember running track i was at a track meet i had a uh i had an ancient mew card had Entei, and a bunch of other cards and i had them in my duffel bag during a track meet and when i got done with my run when i got done with my uh my event got back to my duffel bag all my cards are gone
2: oh I, I knew it was Ugh. coming, and I still yeah oh, that hurts. Yeah, and so,
1: and then that's that moment that I realized that's why they tell us not to bring these to school.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I became so, so addicted to collecting different cards and getting ones trading with my friends that I went around my house, my parents' house, and found all the change I could. Collected all the change and bought cards with that change. It wasn't my money; that was my parents' money. <laughs> I still remember collecting $9 and buying my... I think it's my... I don't know how rare it is, but I feel like it's my rarest card. It's a first edition in-sleeve Dark Charizard Holographic. Oh. It's never been out of that sleeve.
2: I had a uh, Holographic uh, first edition Japanese Dark Charizard. Sweet. Nice. there was a kiosk at the mall that was actually selling packs of Pokemon cards from Japan. And so my grandmother had seen them and just thought that they were regular Pokemon cards, didn't know anything about you know Japanese stuff. So she had gotten them for me for my birthday one year, and she goes, here you go. I was like, oh, these are in Japanese. Okay, well, I can't do much with them. I opened it up, and I was like, oh, hello. That so was the coolest yeah, thing see- ever.
1: Going hand in hand with, you know, the being a parent, like the parenting experience episode, but also the uh the kids will never <laughs> will never get the experience of, um, you know, with everything being so tight knit now, just how exotic it felt to hold a, a pack of cards that were in another language
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the, them and not knowing like how it got there. Because, you know, it was like we were on the cusp of everything being traded globally. And so then picking up Japanese cars, and you're like, oh, my God, it came from Japan. This is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now it's more like, "Uh, oh, OK, it came from Japan. You know how I, can't I can get that. <laughs> and and that so like
2: it, 10 different websites you can go to to get certain things from Japan
1: oh yeah now you can if not more you can order directly you can have middlemen hi tom and <laughs> and so it's just and so that i i guess that ends my uh, my old man rant
2: well uh that kind of reminded me of the final question i had asked you perfect yes. it all ties together exactly so luke how is it uh Taking something that you grew up with and passing it on to your daughter.
0: It melts my heart when she runs up to me and says, Hand. And I give her my hand. She squeezes tight and starts walking me to the living room and says, Chew! <laughs> that's at you. That's and amazing. I go, What do you want to watch? At you. Oh, it's the best. That, Sorry, that Mom. Nice. Daddy wins.
2: <laughs> that, that is the greatest thing ever. Thank you for sharing that.
0: And now that I have a functioning, fully functional phone with a camera, I can make videos of her doing things like that. Like yeah, the one the uh-huh. other day that you happened to find.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I wish I would have got her doing the whole theme song because as soon as it came on, she stood up, ran to the TV, started dancing around in circles. That's what she does when she hears a song she likes. And then I start recording. And she stops, looks at it, points at it, and then does one little loop at the end of the song, but still it was cute, so I still posted it. <laughs> that's amazing,
1: yeah let's see that's the that's the great thing about being a parent and you know having an interest in Pokemon is just, it's just it's so easy to introduce it to your kids and not have to worry about okay is is this going to give the wrong impression? Is this going to teach them something bad? Is this going to, uh, Scare you know, them. Is it, is, right. Is this going to scare them? Is this going to tell them that it's okay to do insert bad influence here? I mean, the worst that's going to happen is that they're going to say, Oh, this is a great idea and throw something like it's a pokeball or, or whatever, you know, it, there are so many like imitatable acts that in and of themselves are, you know, innocent that you don't really have to worry about them being skewed negatively.
0: 100%. And you don't think about those things until you have a child. Cause right. I'm watching these shows thinking nothing of the things I'm watching. And then once I'm watching with her, I start thinking, is that something I want her to know? <laughs> But obviously, Pokemon, that's not an issue at all.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, I've watched other shows and normally I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be fun to watch. And next thing you know, it's like some of these uh, some of the older anime where, you know, they start showing like uh, like cleavage and like bouncing boobs and, you know, perverse stuff. And, you know, my kids are around and I'm like, oh, oh, crap, we can't watch this. All right, we're stopping. (laughs) And then my kids are like, what? What's wrong? And I'm like, nothing.
2: (laughs) See, growing up, my dad, he'd be like, here, you'll learn something. And I'm like, I'm five. (laughs) That's great.
1: And I mean, it's different people are going to have their different views on stuff like that. Right. Whereas, you know, I don't at this point. Point in time it's not something i'm comfortable with that it's not a question i'm comfortable with answering yet maybe i will later but right now not so much Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we'll uh we'll let nature take its course in as far as timing goes
2: exactly i mean your daughter's eight you've got at least 30 more years before you have to worry about that
1: oh yeah we've we've got time um (laughs) once once nature starts kicking in, I'll let my wife handle that. That's that's there you go. Great right right There you go. <laughs> Me, I, uh you know, I, I grew up with you know my brother and my mom. So I, but at the same time, I know when I'm out of my element. So that's nice. my that yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, thank you, thank you for sharing that. Um, so. I guess now would be a good time to just say that the uh, reason for this episode was just to give me a few ideas because uh, earlier a couple about a month or so ago, I found out I'm going to be a dad. Woohoo Yeah Yeah. That's awesome, man. Congrats! Thank you. Thank you. Reason why Luke is freaking out and Lee's not as freaking out is because Lee already knew and Luke did not. So <laughs> oh, son of a Deadly. <laughs> Thank you for sensing yourself. I did not want to go back and edit that out. Um, Pika! There you go. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, um I had mentioned this to Lee earlier, but you confused me when you were about to watch the uh, Pikachu episode of Ash Bash. Oh, and you yeah. You said that there was so much swearing in it, and I'm like... Um, no, what, what's going on? Did I swear and not realize it and come to fight? You're just making a joke because there's so many Pikachus in it. Yep. Yeah. You're
1: a nightmare. So many Pikas. Yes.
2: But yes. So, uh, I'm going to be a dad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right now I am currently freaking out and excited at the same time. It is a weird sensation.
0: Yeah, especially the way the world is right now. Let's hope yeah. in Tell so many months whenever the little gal or guy comes out that the world's back to normal. Yeah.
2: Fingers crossed hoping for a girl.
1: Either way, I you'll do fine. Yeah, You know, it's it's for well, of course, you know, early on it it sets in with you know, it it sets in with the mother a lot sooner than than the father, at least in my experience once it started getting closer, that's when it started hitting for me where I'm just yep. like, I'm going to be a dad. Holy crap. I have to guide a life. Oh my God. I'm not prepared for this. Oh yeah. Holy i
2: Yeah. Like I think like day one, I'm like, why did anybody think that I would like, I should be in charge of another human life. Like who, <laughs> who said that was okay.
1: And it's, and that's, among the myriad of emotions that go through i mean even during the entire process and trust me you'll get some of the strangest food requests like nobody's business it's gonna be the best thing ever but as long (laughs) as it's not 2 a.m or well you know maybe no no that's fine yeah (laughs) yeah Sometimes you just you just gotta bite the bullet and go get that request at two a.m. I'm
0: not really in the mood to cook tonight. Do you want to pick up a pizza? You're damn right I do. I
2: mean, <laughs> pick right I am. <laughs> and Lee, this is why I had Chick Fil A today.
1: You, right? Yes. And so it's so it begins. Yeah, and it's just it's going to be a it's going to be a ride. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, it's not. It's going to be everything. Yes. There will be emotions. Yes. There will be lack of emotion. There will be worrying. There will be excitement. I mean, it'll be all over the place. Oh, that's just me and... on a Tuesday. Don't worry. <laughs> you'll be excited.
0: You'll be terrified. You'll be calm. You'll be everything. Yeah. But you'll be fine. That's a normal Tuesday for exactly. me.
2: Exactly.
1: Me. But... And then you'll get that child and you'll hold them in your hand. And you'll look them in the face, because more often than not, their eyes are still closed. Yep. (laughs) And you say, I'm going to teach you about so many Pokemon. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. And Star Wars.
1: And Star Wars. Lydia falls asleep when we
0: try to watch Star Wars. She isn't there yet. We're Mm -hmm. trying, though.
1: Yeah, my my kids aren't... uh... Well, it's on and off with them as far as Star Wars they're probably more interested in Pokemon than Star Wars right now. It
0: might take time. It took me a long time to really when episode 1 came out on like DVD when we or VHS when we got it. That's when it kind of hit for me and I kind of got into yeah. it because I had never seen the original trilogy up until that ah. point, I don't think.
1: And then I'd only seen the first one. And See? then I went to my first uh when I first saw it, saw episode 2 in theaters. That's when it really hit.
2: Mm. Yeah. See, I grew up watching uh, 4, 5, and 6 on VHS. So Yeah, see, there you go. I grew up with the original yeah. trilogy, so I have a firm belief that my child's not allowed to watch episode 1 until they're old enough to hate Jar Jar Binks.
0: <laughs> At least your wife didn't
2: <laughs> call you Binky when she first started
0: dating you because that was the only thing she could remember from episode 1. <laughs> Trust me, it didn't last long. That sounds familiar. I, I told her, nope.
1: Yeah. And and don't don't take your mother to a Star Wars movie. <laughs> oh my god. I took my mother to see Star Wars episode 3.
0: Oh god. Oh, the worst one. And in
1: every time it's like, who is that? Is that oh, R2D2? No. That's C3PO. Is that Anakin Skywalker? What's going on here? Oh, that's loud. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened to the little kids?
1: it's like wait he did what what's going on? yeah you remember more about your what your mother said than the movie
0: it sounds like torture
1: mm-hmm. oh it was it was an experience
3: nice not
0: one i
2: want to have i will say no. this um obviously i won't reveal the names that we have picked out for the boy and girl But oh that'll change oh no, no, it no, always changes. It won't? I've, had the, okay. I've had the boy oh. name picked out since I was like twenty for about ten years now. Oh.
0: So, yes, it's Doug.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Um, I won't say the name, but it is a Star Wars name. <gasps> Sweet. And if it's a girl, it's a Pokemon name. <gasps> even better. Exactly. Hmm it's misty or serena or it is not a it's not a human character it's an actual pokemon name whoa cool dude huh i will leave it at that and (laughs) if we whenever we finally do the gender reveal and if it reveals that we have a girl i will announce it here and if it reveals it's a boy i will still announce what the girl name would have been (laughs) that's awesome
1: we're gonna go on record on the podcast right now to uh the uh victory road betting pool for the <laughs> date starts now.
2: Right. Well, I will tell you this. She is my wife is due uh November 9th is the actual due date that the doctors are setting. So
1: go. I'm betting the eighth.
2: There you go. Luke, you got any bets? <laughs> what was the date again? Uh November 9th is what the doctors are saying. And Lee, you bet guess when?
1: I bet the eighth.
0: Hmm, that's my wife's birthday. Um, I'm gonna go over.
2: Okay. I'm just gonna say over. It's gonna go over the due date. Okay. My wife's gonna hate you for that, but okay. <laughs> Maybe she'll be
0: okay. It's a... Sometimes it's okay. Depends on how big the kid is and if it's in position. Blah 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 blah. Lydia yeah, was oh. almost two weeks late. She was supposed yeah. to be an April kid. She's a May kid. Well, I we mean... went
1: two for two on inductions, and mm. like. We, they were supposed to be induced, and they did not make it to the induction. Wow. Oh, no. Both times. Like, my son... Like, actually, no. Both times, it was the night before the induction. And, no? God, I'm a terrible father. <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, worry, there won't with, be a quiz. With my son, it was the night before the induction. And it just like happened and we got there and they joked so hard they were like oh we've got your room ready and my wife's like shut up so uh (laughs) yeah be prepared for uh feelings lots lots of feelings all of the anything
0: she says do it excuse me do not
1: take anything anything she says do not take it seriously because it is (laughs) it is all out of love
2: Oh, she already snapped at me today, and uh, then she goes to quickly apologize. I'm like, no, 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 you are allowed to snap at me. You have, I give you full range permission to just do or say whatever you want, because... What should you do to me? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah, it'll, words will happen.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm well aware.
1: Unless, uh, unless they have some really, really good epidural. Good. No, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> well, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, we didn't have time for the uh, no for the second one.
2: Well, um, I think we're gonna wrap this episode up because we're approaching the hour thirty mark. Like the poke wrap? Oh, sorry. You mean the Electro Diglett, Nidoran Menky, Venusaur, Tattuff, Pidgey? Oh, Sipima, believe me, and That comes um, on. I'm doing it every time,
0: so sh- that gets embedded into Lydia's head. She will know all the 150 (laughs) based on that
2: song See I can do The first part And I can do the very last part Without the rap But with the rap Going I can go on I think uh, four or five More rounds and then like Somewhere like near like the middle End I just can't do it Just yet I'm still working on it
1: I'm incredibly rusty Mm. I don't remember Any of it (laughs) (laughs)
2: There, there is like days like I will take the entire like uh, I have the CD and I will just listen to the pokey (laughs) rap on repeat, just so I can try and perfect it.
1: (laughs) It's a good goal. Hey, it's good.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Uh, uh, Lee, where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: Um, I'm most active on Twitter. So that's at Pirate Monkey, and that's Monkey with an I E instead of an E Y. Okay. So uh, if you go with E Y, I cannot tell you where you're going to go, but it will not be me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, and uh, Luke,
0: I too am also very active occasionally on Twitter
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at Undead Number Nine, and that's the N O nine. After
2: Undead. All right. Thank you. Um, thank you both for joining us. It was great having you both on. Um, and obviously, thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. That's right, Doug. I'm doing your lines now. Ha <laughs> ha. For information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pod. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about, and you'd like to appear on the podcast, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to figure out how going to name his child if it's a girl. See you later. Bye! Bye. Radio Network. For other great shows, check out www4